Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Buzzwords, they come and go, but some stick around. Now, two new terms that you may have heard of recently, Web 3.0 and the Metaverse, they've all taken the world by storm and are frequently used interchangeably. Now, the internet has progressed rapidly from the early days of WebWine, which included static texts and visuals, to the current version, Web 2 as we know it, the more interactive, user-generated, social-media-driven web that exploded over the last decade. And today, we step into the world of Web 3, which represents the big... The next big evolutionary leap forward of the internet. A leap that's driven by blockchain, NFTs and cryptocurrency. But what else does Web3 feature and how different is it from Web2? Well, today we dive into the world of Web3 with Raymond Chua, the CEO of Marvian. Good morning, Raymond. How are you doing today? Hi, good morning, Dan. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And it was a brilliant introduction about Web3. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us, Raymond. So happy to have you on with us here. But before we start, I want to talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey that began after graduating from, from Singapore Management University. And you started out, I understand, as a cafe boy or copy boy, right? And today you're a listed company CEO. So, Raymond, it's quite a big story. And talk us through the process of owning your own cafe to becoming uh, the CEO at Marvian. Sure, sure, sure. Thanks, thanks so much. Uh, it's always a pleasure to share my story. Um, so basically, I started my uh, entrepreneurial journey uh, because I, I really love coffee, right? Mm. So and uh, I spotted that like that there was a gap in the local uh, coffee market. Uh. Okay. So essentially, uh, like my my first store was in the hawker store, right? It was in Tekka Market. Right. So at the time, uh, I I think I was one of the first that offered uh, Western coffee with uh, as well as uh, local coffee, right? Oh. So I thought there was this gap that we could fit. And that's what we offered, right? So initially, the crowd, uh, because they were a bit more used to the local coffee, um, so they were a bit skeptical about this Western coffee being introduced. But uh, slowly, 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 slowly but surely, they, they realized, that, hey, actually, it also tastes good. Mm. Uh, they don't mind paying a bit more premium to mm. really go and go for it and, and, and experience it, right? So that's where I, I was. So, so my customer base grew and, and whatnot. So then uh, after that, I got an opportunity to uh, uh, reconnect with one of my mentors that I met uh, during my university days mm. and we started a business together, right? So uh, at the point of time, we identified a gap, once again, a gap in the uh, property and edu education technology uh, industry. Mm. So at, at the point of time, we started the business and we focus on uh, education as well as property, right? And uh, basically, we, we once again, we grew the business. So I think within three years, we became one of the fastest growing companies in Singapore. Wow. Uh, and essentially, uh, we grew the business. And uh, COVID took a, took a shift, took a hit yeah. on our business. Mm. But at the point of time, uh, we were doing a lot of physical uh, interaction. Uh, that means all our customers, when they come to our programs, training and whatnot, it was all very physical, like one-to-one -one, or in a group setting, all very physical-based. But then COVID shifted the whole ball game, right? We had to uh, transfer everything, pivot everything online. And that's where we uh, delivered uh, online education uh, to our customers. And, and to our surprise, we actually made, uh, we actually grew the business faster right. due to COVID than we could have uh, done it uh, physically. Oh, yeah. wow. 
Yeah. So uh, essentially, we adapted with the uh, situations. But along the way, I think we also grew along with the market. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> wow, very fascinating. And I mean, throughout your career, you've overseen more than $100 million worth of real estate transactions, grown a vibrant online and offline community, totaling more than 45,000 members and spearheaded your company's global expansion. We've got so much to learn from you, Ma, um, uh, Raymond. So uh, anyways, um, let's jump right into the conversation all about Web 3.0. Now, I understand that at Marvin Studios, uh, Marvian Studios, you guys um, dabble quite a bit into the entertainment ex- uh, experience and the industry about all about film, dramas and music as well. So before we start, why not tell us a little bit about some of the trends you're noticing in the lifestyle and entertainment industry and how, it is, how has it evolved from the inception of new technologies? Oh, yes, sure. Um, so just to clarify, right? So Malvion, uh, Malvion Studios is one of our subsidiaries. Okay. So Malvion is the uh, main company. So essentially, Malvion, we are a provider of Web3 solutions mm. for brands and companies. So entertainment and uh, lifestyle space is something that uh, is one of our verticals, right? So I think the, the key uh, shift uh, that has been happening uh, in, in regards to the entertainment and uh, space is that as a movie producer, as a uh, actor, uh, entertainer, you are always looking for new ways to uh, connect with your fans, yeah. give them uh, greater engagement. Mm. Uh, so that's where we uh, use Web three technologies, specifically in the realm of NFT technologies, to solve this problem. Right. Mm. So essentially, we had two types of uh, NFT uh, projects. One is essentially more for fans and collectors. If they really like the movie, they really like to support the actors and whatnot, they can purchase these NFTs, which is which acts like a digital collectible. Wow. And mm. essentially also uh, acts like a gated uh, ticket. Right? So imagine you hold the NFT and then because we can verify you, we can uh, certify that you really own it. And that's where you can get special access, including maybe some celebrities meet and greet, uh, maybe some uh, interaction with the uh, producers, uh, mm. and also you can get access to those uh, bloopers, deleted scenes, and whatnot. Right. Ah. So that is uh, a category that we, we we have started. Another category that we do and we do it very well is we use uh, blockchain technologies to facilitate the discovery of IP. Right. So essentially, what we do is uh, for this category is we have uh, movie titles, and mm-hmm. from the movie titles, we uh, sell and offer. Like for example, if you like the movie, you like the plot, you like the character, you like the storyline, uh, but you have a big idea to turn the movie into maybe a co- a, a video game, right, or oh. a VR game or whatnot. You buy the NFT. It gives you the specific right to transfer. We partner with the. Uh, Department of Statistics and Actual Science in at the University of Hong Kong. So what we do for them is we we created a, an AI powered meta campus uh, mm-hmm. within their metaverse, right? So essentially, students can come on board, they can uh, learn in a metaverse environment, and the teachers are also uh, AI powered, right? So it's very powerful. So imagine you have any questions you want about statistics, you can ask the board, uh, you can ask the teacher, and the teacher will give you the answer. Wow, fascinating. <laughs> Moving into the education space as well, I see uh, you've brought a little bit of what you've done from before into this uh, this uh, metaverse as well. Yes, oh, yes wow. absolutely. 
Very, yeah. very inspiring. Thank you so much for that, Raymond. Now, before we get into the nitty-gritty stuff of, um, yep. you know, the, the, the dot, right? The, the one that you've mentioned. Um, let's just talk a little bit about what exactly Web 3.0 is all about and how different is it from its predecessors? Sure. Uh, I think the simplest way to understand it is, um, I think we all came from the Web, at least for me, I came from the Web 1.0 days. Mm. Uh, at the point of time, we can only read on the internet. And at the point of time, if you recall, uh, when we get on the internet, we have to dial in, dial in the modem. And then when you are on the modem, you're, you cannot use any other telephone in the, in the, in the house, right? Yeah. I know this very well because last time I was supposed to do my homework, uh-huh. but I was on the internet. So my mom <laughs> will, will, will catch me. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was really web one where we can only read on the internet. Right. Then fast forward, we went to web two, uh, whereby not only we can read, but we can also write on the internet, right? So uh, that's where the social media comes about, yeah. talk to people online, etc., uh, etc., et mm. right? So then uh, now uh, with Web3 technologies, uh, we can not only read, we can not only write on the internet, we can also own and transfer assets on the internet. Right? Oh. So it's very powerful. And I this see. is essentially powered by blockchain, yeah. Mm, so it's a little bit more on the ownership side, right, of things. In this case, all right. Thank all right. you, thank you for that, Raymond. It's a very clear breakdown of what the Web 3.0 is all about. Now let's dive in and talk a little bit more about what is it that you do at Marvian, and why not outline for us your responsibilities and how it contributes to the improvement of the crypto ecosystem. Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, for myself, uh, I'm I'm driving the business, running a company. Um, so for us, uh, we are a, a provider, a leading provider of Web 3 solutions for mm. brands and companies. So I'll just give you some example of what we do for our customers, our clients. Mm. So a lot of our customers and clients, they, they come to us because they heard about Web3, they, they want to be at the forefront of the technology, but they don't know how to utilize this technology uh, suitably and mm. effectively for their business. So mm. they come to us, whereby we help them to develop custom-made solutions which align with their brand and their success and their objective. So one example is uh, a, a developer from Melbourne, right? So they had a very, very successful, uh, they still have a very successful uh, property membership program that they mm. have been running. And a key part of the success was they give out uh, property credits. So what is property credits, right? So property mm. credits is essentially, it's like, it's like an air mouse system. So for example, if the more you interact with them, like for example, if you join their programs, you refer customers to them, you refer people to attend their programs and whatnot, mm-hmm. you can start accumulating this property credit. And eventually, if let's say you buy a property with, with the developer, they will allow you to offset these credits. Oh. So imagine if you accumulate about 100,000 worth of credits, you can immediately offset $100,000 off the property purchase. Oh, it's packed to it, is it? Is it packed? They use the credits like air miles, right? So you can just offset off the property purchase price. I see. Wow. Yeah. So very it's, it's very powerful, right? So I, I, I think one of their success case was this uh, uh, family in Penang. They got so much credits that they got a house for free. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> one can only dream. <laughs> Correct, correct. So they, they were just uh, just full-time. Uh, I mean, they, they really liked the developer. They liked their brand, what they stood for. And uh, so they, they, they continuously referred people, join the program, get engaged, whatnot, right? So that is really the heart and soul of the membership program. Right. But being on the like a Web2 space, right? So in this membership program, the points, the credits are not transferable because nobody knows how much points you have. If you're a member, nobody can see your points. 
nobody know how much points they have. And even if you tell someone to say, hey, I've got this like 100,000 worth of points, uh, nobody will believe you. Right? right. So that's where we step in and we partner up with them and we use NFT technologies to help them transfer the membership onto the blockchain. Right, so eventually, right now, uh, what, what we help them do is that now their members, if they purchase the uh, NFT, uh, they can transfer their credits into the NFT. Okay? So one day, if let's say they do not want to use these credits anymore, they can easily transfer and sell out this uh, membership NFT to somebody else. Oh. Right? So that is, that is something that we do for them. Right, mm. and uh, so there's another part whereby right now we are uh, we are speaking to this uh, football academy. Mm-hmm. So we are also uh, trying to use the power of tokens, power of blockchain, mm. to help their whole uh, scouting ecosystem, player transfer, and everything. Right, so it's it's, it's a wonderful uh, journey that we are seeing how we can really utilize the power of blockchain to help real life businesses transform their business. I see. Interesting. Yeah, yeah talk, you mentioned tokens and there's one particular token that I actually want to dive into a little bit more. It's about the hybrid digital ownership tokens and it's exclusively to what you offer at your company, right? So how is this different from a regular DOT and how can we get our hands on it? Yeah, yeah. So maybe some clarification. Uh, this DOT, digital ownership token, is mm. different from a regular NFT, right? Mm. So uh, so the, the main difference is this. So for NFT, uh, it's a digital asset, right? Yeah. Uh, so what, what it does is we use blockchain technology to uh, mint it online. Okay. So once it's minted and cryptographically published on the blockchain, this means that the NFT cannot be swapped or edited. Okay? Mm. But the key gripes and the key um, concern with NFTs is once again, there is no proper uh, IP rights. Uh, being assigned to the NFT. Okay, mm. so let me give you an example. Right? So, for example, Jack Dorsey. Right, so he uh, he's the founder of yep. Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Right? So previously, he sold his uh, first ever tweet as an NFT. He sold it for nearly three million dollars, big sum of money. Oh yeah. So the guy mm. who bought the first tweet as an NFT, uh, he owned the NFT. Okay. okay, but he doesn't own the real IP rights to the tweet. So this means if the uh, if the if the owner of the NFT, if he wants to uh, publish this tweet, the, the quote and whatnot on the on, on let's say on a T shirt, on a cap and yeah. all these things, he, he actually don't have the copyright to do so. Oh. Because Jack Dorsey still owns the copyright. Right. So he the, the owner of the NFT only owns the NFT. Right. So this is tricky, right? You you because when you let's say when you, for example you buy such NFT, oh. you essentially want the full rights, the full copyrights to it. Right? Yeah, you pay the so price. Correct, correct, correct. So that's where our DOT really uh, transform and solve this problem because it embedded in our DOT, the digital ownership token, we have the, uh, in the metadata of the smart contracts, we put in the IP rights, the terms of use exactly into the uh, DOT. So when purchasers buy these DOTs, they know exactly what kind of rights they have, mm. uh, what kind of uh, IP they will get, what kind of copyright they get, and this will be legally enforceable, right? So that is uh, something that we did on our end. And uh, this is very different from the regular NFTs. I see. Wow, very interesting. So it's like a second layer kind of thing, right? That um, you need to purchase uh, to give it a bit of uh, IP protection here. Um, okay, so not, not really a second layer, but uh, essentially we put it into the uh, the layer of the uh, 
NFT, right? So mm. uh, our DOTs, essentially you write into the uh, smart contract of the DOTs, the rights, the IP and whatnot. So on the get-go, a purchaser, so let's say today, let's say, let's say our radio interview today, right? Mm. So uh, imagine you to, tomorrow, your station decided to create a DOT of this interview, right? Mm. So there's a lot of rights, there's your voice, my voice, uh, our image rights and whatnot, right? right. So, uh, so imagine it, we mint it on a, a DOT, right? So right, right on the get-go, when we mint it as a DOT, immediately we'll put into the metadata of the DOT mm-hmm. what kind of rights the purchaser of this DOT can get. So, for example, we can allow them to, for example, use our voice, use our image, right. etc., use the content and whatnot. So, on the get-go, when somebody look at this DOT, straight away, they know, okay, if I buy this DOT, I will get all these rights. So, there won't be any um, there won't be any argument, disputes and whatnot because on the get-go, we have made an offer which is to tell them you buy a DOT, it gives you all these rights and then essentially when they buy, they know exactly what kind of rights they're getting. I see. Okay, yeah. thanks for that. Thanks for the breakdown, Raymond. Uh, I, I, it's uh, certainly quite interesting how this is developing here. Now, then how does this add value to the overall crypto system? Oh, uh, so like I, like I mentioned earlier, right? So, uh, so basically... Uh, for NFT, the, gri- the main gripe about NFTs are the IP, mm. the IP rights. Mm. So when you buy like the Jack Dorsey uh, example, you don't want to pay $3 million and then you end up, you don't know what kind of rights you get. You, you can only own the NFT, but you cannot print, you know, that kind of things, right? Yeah. So essentially, we make digital assets legally enforceable. So, uh, so when you buy our digital assets, uh, you can know exactly what rights you have. You can legally enforce that. So essentially, for example, like our membership, like for example, the uh, property developers membership program, mm-hmm. where we put it onto the blockchain, where we put it as a DOT, in every membership that contains, that will contain a membership agreement. So once again, if you are a member, exactly you know what kind of rights you have being part of the membership program. You know exactly how you can use your property credit you know how you can transfer it, you know how you can sell it, you know exactly everything there is to know. Mm. So we make everything transparent, we make everything um, immutable, mm. hackable, and from the get-go, it immediately you know what, what you are getting into. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. The transparency, I think that's uh, something that a lot of uh, investors and uh, market watchers have been looking for, especially in the crypto space. Now All then, right. Raymond, share with us some of the untapped potential of the Web 2.0 and 3.0 space. How is Marvian capitalizing on it? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so definitely, right? So, uh, there's lots and lots of uh, potential. And uh, we've seen lots and lots of companies, brands, traditional, they are recognizing the immense potential that Web3 brings, right? Mm. And they are eager to tap into this. But, but sometimes uh, they need somebody that they can trust to really help them pave the way. Uh, that's where we come in, right? So right. we come in, we provide a very comprehensive one-stop turnkey solution, all the way from structuring to the tech implementation, eventually even from the marketing to community management. So really end-to-end service that we provide. Um, so I can give you an example, right? So mm. for example, the football academy that we are talking to, yeah. they have a brilliant plan and they are tying up. Essentially, their mission is to really uh, help uh, African talents, right? So they want to help African, the next potential African football star, mm. right? So what we do, uh, we're working with them. We are implementing Web3 technologies because a lot of these talents, they are um, a big part is that uh, uh, do you watch football, by the way, Dan? Uh, not too much, actually. 
Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but in, 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 anyway, now football has evolved to be more scientific. Yeah. Uh, people want uh, more data. Right? Yeah. So they want to capture, like, for example, this player's uh, interception rate, passing rate, shooting, uh, how good he is, uh, how many passes he completed and whatnot. Right? Mm. So what we do, what we're going to do for them is that all this uh, training, we will be uh, potentially exploring using an AI engine to predict potential potential of this um, player, right? So this number one. Right. And number two, while he's growing up, so while he's uh, like 13 years old, 14 years old and whatnot, whenever he participates in the training, we are planning to uh, put his training stats onto the blockchain. Wow. So immediately, let's say scouts, they come, they see the player, the potential. Yeah. They, uh, they know exactly, oh, wow, this, this player has really progressed, right? Last time his passing is maybe 70%. Now it's already like 80%, right? Yeah. So with more training, can become better. So that's number one. Mm. And number two, uh, the big, big problem as well is that sometimes you get stage fright, right? So some players, they, they, they train all their life. Then when mm. the scouts that flies all the way from Europe to kind of see you play, yeah. and then suddenly you, you get stage fright, you cannot perform. Performance right? so, anxiety, yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and, and, uh, and, and that, that's, that's a bummer, right? Imagine yeah. you are actually a very good player, but yeah. only on that day you cannot perform. Mm. So that's where, uh, with, uh, with the help of blockchain, we capture all this data, and this will uh, make sure that the scout can make a more uh, educated uh, decision and judgment right. on, on the player. Right. So we are bringing this transparency, we are bringing this um, immutability, unhackability to, uh, to, to help these businesses. Right? So right. this is uh, something that I think is very, very uh, exciting and yeah. I wake up every day very excited about it. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is so exciting in this space. I mean, can you imagine if you go out there and then like someone can see your stats and like maybe the, your talent and then it Correct. shows like a percentage of how good you are in a, say for example maybe just uh, singing or playing music or you yeah. know wow well this yeah. is very interesting thank you for that Raymond now before I let you go we're a little bit short on time I'm just gonna uh, just very 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 quickly talk to us about some yeah. of your secrets to effectively scaling businesses maybe you can share you know, some of the takeaways from I mean how you founded a scale a two person startup into a multi award winning firm specializing yeah. in technology implementation in the edutech and prop tech space so what can we learn from you here sure thank you so much okay so basically I, I just like to summarize my learnings very quickly into four C's Okay, so the first C definitely uh, is for customers, right? Mm. So as a business, your customer is the one who pay your bills, right? So you always got to listen to your customer. Right. And very importantly is what I've learned is to evolve the business uh, together with the growth of your customer, right? So what do I mean by this is like, for example, uh, previously when we first started the education company, we yeah. only had probably only one program. But right. over the years, we listened to our customer, we discovered more and more of their needs, their wants, their aspiration. Mm. So we added up to about 15 programs uh, to cater to every stage of their own personal growth. Right? So that is something that we evolved a long time and listening to the customer, understanding their needs. Mm. So that's a very important customer. Number two is uh, C for cash flow, right? So as a business owner, you must always watch your cash flow and make sure that, uh, that, that uh, the engine keeps going on, right? So I think cash flow is very important for every business owner. Uh, the third C is for culture. And this is something probably um, uh, people might neglect, but we, in our business, we focus a lot in terms of people, people development. And we believe that when we take care of the people in our company, they will help to take care of the business. 
So uh, what do we mean by that is like, for example, we, we have a lot of different retreats, informal bonding sessions, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So, so we formulated very close, uh, close-knitted spirit. Uh, and that paid dividends because when uh, COVID hit, when, um, when, uh, when there was a lockdown, yeah. uh, we had only one to two weeks to launch a full-fledged online program. Mm. So at that time, we had zero content, zero videos, mm. zero materials. We literally started from nothing. Yeah. And we had only about 100 people sign up. So we had one to two weeks to really put together everything. And we work as a team, right? So day and night, we work together, make yeah. sure all the systems were okay, and then we implemented it, right? So uh, C for culture, very important. And I think the last C uh, is uh, for consistency, right? So essentially, I've heard this saying before, that showing up is, is essentially like half the battle is won, right? So it also means that you need to show up consistently, right? right. Deliver what you need to deliver consistently, every day showing up, every day delivering, mm. and consistency consistency will give you the results, right? So I think these are the just basically the policies that I think is very important uh, that enable uh, myself to scale the company, scale the business. Right. And I'm also bringing the learnings with me to Marvion. Right. And uh, I think the pipeline of projects, the companies that are coming to us, implementing the solutions, I think it's, yeah, I think it's amazing. Yeah. Fascinating. Customers, cash flow, culture, and consistency. Thank you so yeah. much for joining us this morning, Raymond. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. We've been speaking to Raymond Chua, the CEO at Marvian, about the Web 3.0 space, how Hybrid Dot is adding value to the overall crypto ecosystem, and the secrets to scaling business effectively. Continue to keep it right here with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.